Welcome to the Campfire Passport Podcast. This is Sean, and that's Colin. I always introduce us by our first names, right? I always forget what I'm actually doing on the intros until I listen to it myself to make sure that I don't sound like an idiot. Mm. Spoiler alert, I sound like an idiot. Usually the case, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Tonight's podcast, uh, we have a special guest. Uh, We brought in another guest. Um, his name is Nick. Uh, he goes by Bagged Rabbit on Instagram. I forgot to mention this in the podcast. I think it's funny because we have Aaron, who has been on the podcast a couple times. His Instagram handle is Static Rabbit, mm-hmm. so they could have a battle of <laughs> rabbits of white types. rabbits. Yeah, I imagine at least eight of our listeners have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> when I say that, but the rest of them, you understand. Um, anyways, we have a great conversation with Nick. He's a super cool guy. We have a ton in common because we come from a lot of the same type of scene, um, which is silly Volkswagens. Um, and it's funny to me how much uh, comes back to those stupid cars sometimes. Um, but we talk about that a bit. We talk about his rig, which is amazing. Um, we talk about just general off-roading stuff and, and just have a good time. Um, we actually pulled out a decent amount of time with with it too, which was really nice. I was a little concerned at first just because we don't do a lot of interviews. So um, if if you if you like that, if you guys like that, please let us know. I would be really interested to know some feedback on like, hey, we really think this is terrible or we really think it's great or we don't care. Just comment, email Mike at secretrsvp or at gmail.com. Yep, um, whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, like, comment, subscribe. Colin, anything new? Uh, doing the uh, fridge and slide giveaway. Every T-shirt's an entry into the raffle. Well, I guess I can't say it. it's not a raffle. Sorry, uh, that due to legality reasons, it's a giveaway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's only two two hundred entries total for it. So that's uh, you know every like I said, every shirt is an entry. So one in two hundred or better chances, depending on how many you get. So buy some t-shirts. Yeah. Buy a hundred of them. (laughs) Uh, It's limit 10. Sorry, Sean. Damn it. I try really hard though, not to like, I, I hate shouting out companies that aren't going to, be a a, like a sponsor there are no sponsors so it's really (laughs) a moot point yeah but i always think about man i don't want to say warren is the best winch if i'm just (laughs) buying a warren winch like that sucks right maybe they should come through and make you know give us a warren winch just one for the entire group of people yeah Yeah, everybody can share (laughs) colin i want you to start though without an intro and uh-huh. give an intro here to tell me what what we're doing. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I I guess since he is my technically my guest, right? I I sought him out and, right. uh, and asked him if he wanted to come on here with us. Uh, so we have Nick Middleton here, and he on Instagram. If anybody follows him or doesn't, now they can. Uh, he's bagged rabbit on there, which may not make much sense to um, some of the people that would listen. Uh, <laughs> considering what our main topics are usually. Um, 
but he's one of those people that has uh, the same kind of affliction that you know you and I do and most of our friends, uh, where we punish ourselves with uh, old shitty Volkswagens and things like that. So, <laughs> as it turns out, yeah. Nick actually uh, used to own a car that used to be one of our friends' cars, and uh, he owned it for a hell of a lot longer and did a lot cooler shit with it than than our friend did. <laughs> but uh, who was your friend that owned it? <laughs> so, so you, I, I mean, I assume he's, he's already thinking of which, which car it was. So the white rabbit that, uh, that you had, yeah, yeah. uh, it used to be blue yeah. and our friend yeah. used to have it when it was blue. <laughs> That's why I bought it from him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. His... I bought it from a guy in Oregon when it was blue. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you probably yeah. bought it from Shelby. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, yeah, now, and then you turned it into something a lot better, and then it came back to Oregon, basically. And it came back to Central Oregon, yeah. Even, so. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> I had a lot of red cards on that thing, and the guy I sold it to just, like, fucking undid everything I did to it, and I was, like, kind of a, kind of a shame, but. Well, yeah, cars. You don't know where they're going all the time. So yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's the worst. I'm always yeah, concerned. Super rare interior, and like the guy took it all out to put like a Porsche 928 interior in it or something, a dash swap, and it uh, it was a little a uh, little tough to see that go. I had that car <laughs> for like 11 years, I think. So I did wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but whatever. It's all good. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I. Uh, you got it right after Shelby had it, and then yeah, like you said, you had it for a long time, and then it was just like what a year, maybe two ago, when it went back to Oregon, and then it was like not even a year after that, it was in Central Oregon because Tyler was the person that bought it from yeah. uh, the guy in Portland, yeah. and then now Austin, it's, yeah, now it's Austin. In Canada, I think now. Yeah, I saw it got shipped. Yeah, I, I didn't know where it went. Canada. Yeah, hopefully, I haven't seen any progress on it. Hopefully, they're doing it doing it proper. That car is kind of like was a legend back in the day. Yeah, so. it's been around forever. <laughs> and, uh, I did a lot of work to the front end of that car to get the sit as low as it as low as it was. It uh, if you guys know Mark ones at all, they're yep. not easy to get the nose on the ground. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <It> was, uh, <laughs> So did you, you must have redone the front when you got it then, right? Or did you yeah. redo the, the rear suspension too? So for anybody that's listening that doesn't know the car, <laughs> it was kind of iconic for being on air ride really early first. Really? And the the original like, builder who I have no idea who Shelby got it from, but the original builder did this crazy independent rear suspension with like these funny, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Links that you could lock in place essentially. Um, which was kind of its little hat trick and they painted it that like hot rod flats blue. Um, and it, I mean, it was a cool enough car. It was like a late Westy uh, GTI or golf. I don't remember if it was, if it is a two door car either way. Um, yeah. Anyways. And then it became a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and white and better wheels and lower under. Yeah. Your the guy that originally built it had uh, 13 by 
they're doing about eight ATS classics. ATSs, on it. Yeah. And yeah. it was beige. And then when it got sold to Oregon originally, that's when the guy painted it blue and he dyed the interior all black. That was a really original or uh, late Westie California car. Uh, it was like, okay. was it Nevada beige? I think they call it is, but, uh, Nobody ever made the front end right, though. The guy did the rear, and the rear was modeled after an air-cooled swing axle, so that's why the wheels would camber in when it would. That was it. All yeah. the geometry was modeled after that, and then uh, on the front, when I first got it, I I just raised the towers two inches, and then I notched, did the axle notches and all that. I did uh, I think I did a shortened pan on it at first, and then the second go around, I raised some, I moved the towers in three inches on each side, and then I raised the steering rack, raised the motor, I put in like marked mark two or three style engine mounts yeah and did uh i'm trying to think it's been a while there's a lot of clearancing and reinforcing i raised the lower control arms i pocketed them up into the floor so they're completely like flush with the bottom of the car um but yeah it was it's basically like a unibody or a body drop on a unibody yes yeah. everything engine transmission steering suspension all got raised up and essentially the body raised down around it and then narrowing the front end too to get that to keep those those uh, central wheels to be able to steer and you know have clearance off the fenders, but yeah, yeah, well, I think it was super cool. I mean, it was a neat start, and then you know to watch it evolve into that was was really cool. There, the Pacific Northwest has got a couple iconic low rabbits, and it's kind of kind of cool yeah. to see you know yeah, that be yeah. part of it. You know that the blue one, right? The bucket yeah. that car. Yeah. Yep, that guy. I used to be like that. That dude and his crew back when I was young kid, like young, young, like 10, 11, they, all those boys worked at a supermarket down the street from my house. <laughs> so I used to see all these slam Volkswagen. My mom was a single mom. She'd be shopping and I would just be hanging out with these, these guys. They'd be like, you know, turning the labels on the, on the cans and shit, bringing everything to the front of the rows. <laughs> and I'd just be hanging out with them about cars. And that guy, uh, his name's, well, Rick is what he goes by. Uh, he built the bucket. He gave me like my first mini ramp and used to give me a bunch oh, of man. Yeah, and so I go way back with that dude. That's crazy. I that <laughs> car showed up at Water Wagons 04 or 05 and I lost my off. fucking mind. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Yeah. Supposedly it got cut up into bits. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that was always the story and i for a while i was like it's gonna come back it's gonna come back and then you know here we are yeah 18 years later uh-huh. yeah not so much yeah <laughs> yeah i uh good. colin had a really good low static mark one uh and i had a i've had a few of them i had a bagged one for a little bit that no things done to it just 13s 175 50s and like a frame notch and Yep. It's disappointing how yep. tall they are, you know, aired out. It's like, wow, it almost tucks tires <laughs> right, with yeah. 13s. When you drive it, it's just like a skateboard. Like, yeah. it's so tall, uh, you know. Yep. <laughs> you guys got any Volkswagen now, or are you guys just throwing guys now? Well, Colin does. Colin still has water-cooled stuff. Yeah. He... Yeah, there's, there's a big... <laughs> giant old Audi behind me that uh, I didn't get to drive like at all this year because it has a seized caliper and I just never got around to, to do anything with it, which was a shame because I'm kind of a nerd for the, the big body Audis, even though I have had more Volkswagens yeah. than I've had Audis. <laughs> 
Yeah, Sean got r- rid of his last Volkswagen and hasn't hasn't come back yet. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I like to. I like to. I've been, like to, I've been right there a few times, <laughs> just about to jump off into the yeah. things, but. I always say that I'm like a year clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of offensive probably, but I, I like it. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, I regret selling a lot of them. The last one I really liked, but I just never fell that much in love with. I had a, a surf green Mark II, like big bumper car. And yes. like, that's one of those cars I wanted for a long time. And so I got it and I thought it was super cool. The problem was, just like a lot of project cars that you find, it had plenty of corners that were cut. Like somebody shaved the moldings and did a terrible job and a couple of things like that where I'm like, yeah. I don't have the skill to strip this down and repaint it and I don't want to pay for it. So yeah, yeah. send it out. It's off in the world. So, <laughs> but uh, what's, what's your, what's your car story? Like that, that start of it with the supermarket and the bucket, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's what, pretty much it. I, uh, so there was those guys that worked down there. There's a couple dudes that had uh, like turbo Integras and Hondas, and uh, yeah, I went to when I was like ten. I think I was like ten, nine or ten. This guy with the Integra took me to Hot Import Nights. Oh yeah. Because like I was always hanging out at the supermarket, you know, with my mom shopping or whatever. It was right down the road from my house, and it was I lived in Issaquah. It was a small town. Like everyone knew everybody. It was like. And he was like, you want to tag along? You want to come with? I just got, he had like a, I think it was LS VTEC Turbo Integra. Or, nice. Yeah, so it was fast. I remember it had like ghost flames and fucking, <laughs> you know, chrome wheels, blitz body kit, like super oh, yeah. fast and furious style. And uh, I remember we took that and that was super cool. And ever since then, I was really into cars. And uh, I was going to, that guy, his name was Harrison. No, his name was Samson. And he was going to build, he was going to get me like a little EK hatch or something and kind of like show me, show me the way, right? And then I met the fucking Volkswagen guys. I'm like, oh, these are way cooler. I want, I don't want to, I don't want Volkswagen. Guys. Dude had a Mark II GTI. It was a small bumper. It was a two liter eight valve, and he took me on a ride one time, and we like ripped this S corner, and it was just like I was sold. I was like, dude, it planted so hard. It had like it, probably like a cup kit or something in it, you know, from yeah. back then, but. <laughs> Thing was just Got the laughing. FK sixty forty. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, that's what I want. And so uh, I started looking for. There was a car or a junkyard like three miles down the road from my house, and I must have been fuck thirteen by this point. And I went down there, and there was a eighty six GTI, black eighty six GTI, small bumper, red stripe, you know. Um, sitting in the for sale lot and I went down there and I asked how much they wanted for it. And I think it was 700 bucks and it said it ran and drove, uh, needed like a, a CV axle on one side was clicking. And so I bought it. I mean, I saved up a bunch of money, you know, ended up buying it and then brought it home. And, uh, of course, like didn't have a license, but we had like a little, like a half an acre of like woods or whatever. So like, a couple of my older buddies, well, I didn't even know how to drive a stick at that point, right? <laughs> 13. And, uh, so we're like driving around the back. We ripped it in the, around the back 40 until we blew that CV axle that was clicking. And then, so I went back for more parts. And so I'm pulling parts off of uh, a 1990 GTI that was up on a stack of cars. Oh it was like God. the very top. And so I was looking at it and I'm like, hey, man. And this, the 86 was cool, but, like, the body was kind of roached, and it had a big dent in one of the quarter panels. 
sizable dent. And I'm like just filling this thing with a layer of Vondo every day, just like filling it up, like filling it up. Like, Some day like, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> filling it in, I don't know. And so, you know, like wouldn't dry. I was using the wrong filler. It was just, you know, using like skim putty, like three inches thick. Be a kid again, but uh I ended up buying that Jeep, the, so the, the parts car, I was like, hey, I want the dash. I had like a nice red stripe dash. I had the big doors with the, you know, instead of the big, small little triangle windows. Yep. So I had big, no, I didn't have big bumpers, but I had big doors, had a nice dash, and I wanted to buy all these parts off the thing. And the guy was like, I'll just save the whole car for 300 bucks. And so I was like, okay. So he dropped yeah. that one off at my house. And that one had like the velour GTI door panels and like nice carpet and stuff. And the car wasn't really like, the whole front end was like primer or like, you know, aftermarket panels or whatever. But the rest of the paint was like tornado red, pretty nice. So I ended up switching to that car and sort of taking everything off the 86 and building this 90. And then, uh, that was Rick, the guy that owned the bucket that built the bucket. He gave me a set of big bumpers for that car and gave me like a badges grill, um, a bunch of cool stuff, you know, just hooking me up with parts and stuff. And then, uh, I couldn't figure out the timing on it. It was like a Digi 2 A-Valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't have anyone to ask. You know, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like reading the Bentley, but I didn't really understand. I didn't really have tools or anything back then. And so uh, I ended up taking it to a shop in Bellevue, the wagon shop, which, fuck those guys. Uh, <laughs> I went, real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, real fuck. Like, so the car had, I finally had the car all put together. It had like the, the crosshair headlamps and the badgeless grill and the big bumpers and, you know, all that. I had one of those cool, remember those old decks that used to turn around? Oh, cool. yeah. Like oh, a... yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh, moving up in the world. So, Man. I took my car there to get to get it timed and to get it to like run because it would crank. We could like, you know, but it wouldn't start. My older, one of the guys from the supermarket, uh, came and said, yeah, the timing seems like the timing's off. Like, so we, t- I towed it to that shop and I, we followed the car there on the tow truck, watched it like get dropped off, whatever. Right. And then I waited and waited and waited and waited. And it was like, fuck three and a half months. Oh my God. Yeah. And then finally they call like, yeah, we got the car running. You can come pick it up. So we go down there and I got, I'm like so excited, so happy, like, Super like stoked on this to get my car back and it's finally done and I can drive it. And I was by that time I was just about to get my driver's permit, so I was like getting close, you know. Yeah. And the fucking yeah, so we get there and the I get there and the dude pulls the car around from the back and it's like stripped, no headlights, no bumpers, no grill, decks gone. Oh my god! Gone. Everything's gone that you could like take off the car, and I was just like. This little kid and I just like fucking freaked out. I was like screaming at these dudes and they were like, this is how it got dropped off on the tow truck. And I'm like, no, that's not how it happened. Yeah. So that was like super lame. And then, uh, yeah, that sucked. That was uh, (laughs) not cool. that is terrible. Yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't good. That's that's enough to make somebody give up Um, on a Volkswagen. Yeah, I ended up getting rid of that. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's a little bit more that goes to that story after the fact. I'm not really sure what happened to that car. I woke up in the middle of the night about it was 
like two days later after that, like a day and a half later. So we went to Absolute German, me and a buddy, and we went and we bought a new grill, got a, like a late model quad round grill. We got new big bumpers. We got all this shit. Like it was like the next day after I got the car back. We got all these parts, put it all back together. And then it was like that night or the next night, woke up at 3.30 in the morning to a sheriff that was just happened to be driving by my house and the car was completely on fire. Like <laughs> burned, burned past the front doors. The car is like, yeah, yeah. Like fully engulfed in flames, like gone. The car smoked, right? Don't know how it happened. Don't know what happened. He said it was like, and it was like, nobody even called it in. This guy was like just driving home after his shift and just saw this car. And the car was parked right next wow. to my house. Almost caught the house on fire, burned the street next to the house. Yeah. And so I yeah. ran out there and I was like so heartbroken. I'm like in my fucking underwear grabbing the garden hose. And this car is like burning like probably 2,000 degrees. I don't know. Yeah. It was so hot, dude. It was. Oh, my God. And I'm trying to put it out, and the firefighters get there, and they're, like, prying the hood open with this big metal bar. I'm like, no, stop. You're going to bend it. And they're like, kid, the car's done. It's like, on fire. Fix it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that sucked, and that kind of took the wind out of my sails for a while about that. About yeah, I'd imagine. And, uh, I borrowed some money from my I borrowed some money from my grandpa, and uh, I bought another Mark II. Uh, it was an 80... I don't remember, 87, 88, uh, 16-valve. had a 2-liter 16-valve swapped into it, and it had, like, you know, big bumpers, shaved hatch, fucking shaved badges grill, whatever. Yeah. It's early 2000s, cool, cool guy shit, yep. you know? <laughs> I had that for a while, and then, yeah, I traded that for a cat rabbit pickup when I was in tech college, and then redid that rabbit pickup, and then sold that, and... I've, I've had more Mark 1s than I've had yeah. about since then. But, yeah. <laughs> well, GTI's been rough. <laughs> like, no more Mark 2s. No more Mark 2s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I got to imagine 15, 16-year-old kid. It's not like you got full coverage on that either. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. No. The, that thing burns to the ground. Like, well, oh, well. <laughs> there, there she goes. Like, watching yeah. your boat. The like, once it goes under, it's, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I sure hope I don't have to pay the fire department. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. And they, 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 I don't know. I don't know if it was foul play or anything, because like, it was weird. Because the shop owners were like, I don't, I don't want to point fingers or saying, you know, but I, the car didn't. I don't think it just caught on fire by itself in the middle of the night. You know. Yeah, so. I think you could make a conclusion there pretty quickly. Yeah, that's that is like Volkswagen people. There's there's like a a range of people involved in, in Volkswagens. And I, I don't want to call it like a Pacific Northwest thing. I think it's all over. There's some really shady people that, that have been yeah. involved over the years and there's some great people and there's a bunch of weird fucking people too, <laughs> but yeah. it's such a strange community. And the Honda community is not really void of any of that either. There's plenty of sketchy stories through that. And yeah, there's a little less just strange Honda people though. I think that are like really into Hondas. They're like either, like a certain level or they're shady. There's not a yeah. whole lot of in between. But. Right. Yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. see that totally. Such a such a weird thing. Um, how so before we get off of Volkswagens, because I don't want to ruin the whole podcast with Volkswagens, just like half of it. <laughs> uh, you have a really cool early rabbit now, right? Yeah. 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 It's like a Bolly Green. Uh, it's Rally Green, actually. Rally Bally Green. Green. I think Bolly Green came around in 76, 77. 
maybe 78. This is a 75, so it's... The Swalltail. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's and fun. it is, like, quintessential, perfect build. That's, like, it's great. That's what, thank you, thank you. That's why I got rid of the bagged cars, because I had the, the green car... And then the, the bagged rabbit, and the bagged rabbit was just like a silly novelty car. And then the green car I built to be like everything a Mark One should be, like it's got yeah. tail suspension, upgraded brakes, up, you know, lightweight wheels. It's got a twenty valve turbo in it that's got I got a GT twenty eight on there and upgraded fueling and shit. So it's like it's probably pushing I don't know two hundred thirty horsepower right now, and it's that's more than enough for that yeah, for a rabbit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got the the CAE uh, the bracket, not just oh, not no way. It's one of the big tall race shifters yeah. right by the wheel, and yeah, it's like just pretty. It's kind of just like a resto mod car, I guess you could call it. The outside's just pretty much stock, but then like you know, it's like got Ricardo seats. It's got a roll roll bar and a you know Momo wheel, just little shit to kind of make it look like it separates it from a stock car. But it's if you didn't really know. You know, you probably wouldn't really know, I guess you could say. For sure, yeah. It's supposed yeah, to be it's like a, kind of cute and unsuspecting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, like, German build. Like, it looks right. It yeah, looks thank really you, man. Cool. I tried to build it so it wouldn't be, like, like dateable. Like, yeah. not like that's an early 2000s build, or that's, like, an mm-hmm. 80s build, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it'll, yeah. it'll probably still be pretty cool in 20 years, hopefully, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, Mike Tolliver's Rabbit comes to mind as the one that's been the same for, 10 15 years or something yeah. and it, it yeah. still looks the same like i just look at it and i go man look at that red interior that's so sweet yeah. and i think yeah. i don't know if that's ever gonna age poorly no it, maybe that. one day it's too I'm good like, to dude, age you know you need head <laughs> yeah 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 my buddy actually just bought you know that orange rabbit he had mm-hmm. uh yeah oh yeah yeah yes Swallowtail. my buddy dylan just bought that and we just we drove that car down to go pick up mine from my dad's in California last morning oh, cool. and it was six. Nice. his 75 drove down and then we cruised them both up the one and 101 together cool wow yeah it was it was real sick <laughs> that's a trip in a rabbit yeah two rabbits yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and we, that's just in case something goes wrong you got a spare <laughs> we camped out well we just brought like, hammocks we didn't even bring tents or nothing we just brought hammocks and oh know. man that's rad I like that <laughs> that's so, a trip yeah, it was a good time yeah, that is like, that's basically like a motorcycle trip, but yeah. with yeah. cars. So how did the so how now that we've gone through the the whole history, how did you get to this forerunner? Well, my we well in high school when Toyotas were cheap and plentiful, and <laughs> you know back in the good old days, uh, I had a couple, couple two three buddies that were really into them. And I was like, you know, I had a group of friends that we were kind of like the car guys, right? And so we were always doing like welding and fabrication. And we all went to technical college. I was in the auto body program. My for a couple of other friends were in the welding program. They had some Toyotas. And so we'd always work on trucks. I always wanted a Toyota. Uh, but me and my buddy solid axle swapped his. He had an 87 single cab that we solid axle swapped in his grandma's driveway. And then we bobbed it. And then we bobbed a canopy to match the bed. And then... All, right. all this fun stuff to it um and then took it wheeling a few times he ended up selling it but i always wanted one but i wanted a forerunner and that was like i feel like back then nobody really cared about forerunners everybody wanted the pickups they yeah. wanted a bob yeah. pickup, like either cab or an x cab or a flatbed or whatever nobody wanted like a, a forerunner and I, I was like that'd be cool to have a little suv because it's like you know a truck but you could got a back seat for your girlfriend or your dog or whatever <laughs> yeah but, uh, 
So I basically I had I had an I drove Audi wagon or a couple Audis for a while, like a B a B six A four and a B five A four, and then I got I got a little bit in a little trouble in the green car, and it took away my driver's license for a little bit. So I uh, uh, so I had a B a B five A four Avant that was a pretty pretty clean nice car, but you know how Audis are like they hit one hundred and fifty thousand miles and they. They go from a five thousand dollar car to a fifteen hundred dollar car, <laughs> real and, quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the story yeah, of my last. So I was like, ah, fuck! I better get rid of this thing before it just tanks in value. <laughs> and so I sold the. Uh, and I didn't have a driver's license at the time, and so I was like, well, fuck it! I'm you know riding a road a bicycle to work and back and around whatever. So I sold that Audi, and then I was like, I think I'm gonna buy another Forerunner, and I saw this one on uh, Marketplace. And I think it was, I think I bought it, I, you know what, I think I bought it in 2018. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 2017, 2018, something like that. So the prices wasn't, you know, it was reasonable. And I think I paid 4500 bucks for it. And oh, yeah. it, was, it was clean, IFS. Like, I think it was, yeah, all original paint. We had a couple dings and bruises. I'm, but I remember I messaged the guy, and it was on like 33s. 33 like cam ones with the white letters out and had the black steelies with the blue and the red pinstripe, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it had, uh, you know, the Smitty built dual fucking tube bumper on the front and it was lifted up a little bit. And I remember I messaged the guy and he was like, I'm like, Hey man, is this thing like, you know, it looks pretty clean. It doesn't look too clean. looks like just about what I'm looking for. Is it available? He's like, yeah, you and every, you and 200 other people. <laughs> like, oh, you posted me for asking right like okay and i was just like going to be a jackass about it dude i have cash like come on what the fuck and so he finally he was like oh hey sorry man i've just been in it so many people have been blowing me up and i'm like okay well i want to come look at it with money so can i do that so i went and met up with the guy and ended up buying it from him and uh yeah i i remember i got it and i was like dude this thing's so clean like because it's a, it's a fully loaded SR5. It has every option you could have bought in '87. Like nice, yeah, every option: power power mirrors, uh, you know, power windows, power locks, AC, cruise control, fucking whatever else. The power antenna, moonroof. Not a not a turbo though, right? It is no, no, just no. right. Okay, just yeah. curious. And so it was a 22R 22RE originally, and it was an automatic originally. But when I bought it, it was a manual and a 22R. Uh, Whatever. It had a bunch of like push button starter. I'm like, dude, you just gotta jump the neutral safety switch and the key will work, you know, like <laughs> and so I spent some time cleaning it up. It had a bunch of Yeah, it might have been owned it was owned by somebody interesting at some point. Because that hood scoop that's on it, I didn't put that on there. Somebody put the hood scoop on it. There was like there was like LED lights in the hood scoop. There was like five LED lights on the hood, like a lot of a lot of random small brackets in the engine bay were painted red. I'm like, what? Okay. Why? Why is the power steering wheel <laughs> red? Who does this? <laughs> but so I cleaned it up, and it just it was a, just a really reliable daily for like a long time. Uh, and then I remember it being like, oh, I'm going to leave this thing stock. Like <laughs> IFS, yeah. there's like no IFS trucks left. They're going to be worth so much money one day. And then. <laughs> You know, you guys have any of those buddies that like, that like you're hanging out and they say, no, you won't. And you're like, 
oh yeah yeah oh my dear motherfucker yeah well, so yeah. I have that buddy my buddy ben uh he he happens to have an 87 sr5 forerunner that is the identical truck to mine or it was before he turned it into a raisin but uh <laughs> he was like you won't solid axle swap that truck and i was just like we had maybe had a few beers together and i literally in there in my phone i was like yeah i think so i think it was my birthday it was like a birthday present to myself so I, oh my god yeah and so then i sat on all the shit i had this i had bought the axle i bought an axle from a guy in down south like in longview or something and then i turned out that axle housing was bent so i ended up buying another one that was an 85 housing that it was what i wanted with the long truss um and i just gathered parts pretty much and then it still had IFS. It still had those the thirty threes, the KM ones, whatever forever. And I remember the first. So it's funny. The first time I took it wheeling, the first two times I took it wheeling, not good, not good <laughs> at all. So first time I took it wheeling, we went snow wheeling, and it was like up in we were like in Salmon the Sack area, which is up east of the mountains up here by like Roslyn, okay. like over the pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so going up, and the lift that was on there was one of those, like the bracket lifts for IFS, you know, where it like drops everything down, it bolts to the original mounts and mounts underneath. Well, the whole way that the frame works is like the the diff mount can't fit there, so they were only running two diff mounts on the front diff because you couldn't fit the third. And so as soon as we get into like snowy off road stuff, the the diff like twisted and the CV just fell out. Like, what? That's great. That's supposed to happen. So we ended up taking that apart and kind of like aborted that day trip because I was like, yo, my truck, and it was like kind of that, that hard packed, snowy, super slick. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere in the drive with an open rear diff. Like, forget it. Yeah. So the second time I fixed that, I got a new mount and I grounded it with like within an inch of its life to make it fit between the frame. I literally ground like like half of it off <laughs> we again with ifs and i was like the truck was so clean when i first got it and this we went up to uh i think it's exit 38 off of i-90 and up here and there's like this old abandoned water truck like that one from jurassic park kid lives in it's a big tanker truck it's up in the woods and you can drive up to it and check it out right and so my buddies tell me how cool it is i'm like well, let's go yeah i've got this sweet Forerunner, dude, bro. And we, I'd done wheeling, like wheeled before, but mostly it was like at places like like Evans Creek, like off road parks where it's like trails. It's not like you're on the side of a fucking mountain that you can fall off of and die. It's like you know you <laughs> might get stuck and help you get unstuck or whatever. So this road was like a sketchy cut, like you know mountain like this road like this mountain down that way, and so. And there's all these like little trees growing out of the one side and I'm driving like kind of paying attention to not hit these trees on my driver's side and kind of should have been paying more attention to the, <laughs> the other side. There's this washout where the road had started to slide away and I just like, it all happened so fast, dude. I went over it and kind of truck slid the ascent slid down the washout and i was like bound up on the ifs so like the front driver's side wheel was off the ground and yeah. the rear passenger side wheel was off the ground and it was like teetering to like oh my god looking over the clouds 
And my buddy, Ben, who I was talking about, the you won't guy, he looks out the window, passenger side, he's like, nope, just gets out of the truck. He's like, nope, you're <laughs> the dude. I'm fucking dude, he's, out. I'm like, okay. You're going to mess the weight balance up. <laughs> yeah, and so we got no My buddy was in the 83 first gen, and he's just, he blazed right through. And, and I'm like honking the horn, dude, like, save me, honk, honk, you know, because we got no service, no cell service, nothing. He heard me, turned around, or backed all the way up, and he was in like a little, like a little single, you know, little truck. And I'm like, dude, if my truck goes over, it's going to pull your truck over, you know. And so it was like, we got one shot of this, dude, fucking hammer down, like, hammer down hard. And he got it out, but let me tell you, dude, the fucking anxiety level to go back <laughs> down through that. Oh, my God. I was like, bro, I'm not having fun anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this, like. But yeah, so I dented the shit out of the other side of it going back down because I was like, fuck those trees. I was like riding into the trees, you know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so did that. And then uh, that was, the yeah. So every wheeling trip besides that one has gone pretty good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so then I broke a wheel bearing on another one and decided, I was like, I'm not putting IFS wheel bearing in this. I was like, I'm going to solid axle swap it. So then I cut all the shit off and did that. And then. Yeah. That's awesome. How the thing that I'm curious about. So like uh, disclaimer, when you start this podcast, you should look at Nick's Instagram because this is like one of the coolest first gen forerunners there is because one it's, it's clean. It looks good. You have good taste. That's great. But it has a flip pack on it. Yeah. And I'm, I've been curious since the first time I saw that, and I'm sure I shared it to all my, my friends. Like I might not have even, even been the first person that found it. I have no idea, but I was just like, what is going on here? First, I thought it was truck and I was like, oh, cool. It's a long bed with a flip pack. And then I was like, no, no, that's, that's yeah. not. Everybody. <laughs> that's thinks pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty much like I, I live in Port Angeles now and I used to come out here and surf all like I've been coming out here and camping with my dad when I was a kid. We used to camp at the Lyra River and I've been coming out here and surfing with a buddy for, I don't know, since like 2016 camping out. And like, we were always like, we, I used to have a van again and shit and camped in that, you know? And, but, uh, I got the forerunner and I was always sleeping in the bed of it and it was all like small, you know, and then I had a couple of buddies that had these like, like vintage campers, like square side campers, you know, like on the, like my buddy Ethan had one on that 83 Toyota. And I was like, he's got so much room in there. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I wonder if I could do something like that on my Toyota or my forerunner and make it like a pass through. And then my buddy, uh, you guys know Mule Expedition Outfitters. They got a shop down there. Yep. I think yeah. central. So my buddy Joe owns the, actually owns the whole thing. He owns both of them and he's got his shop up in, uh, Preston and I was I was painting the you know that did you see that little FJ eighty that they built the half one chopped FJ eighty mm-hmm. black gray and the canopy so yeah I, I he he needed help getting that painted so I painted that for him to get it done for that Overland rally so I was helping him with bodywork and paint up at his shop and uh, I was looking walking through the showroom of all the campers and they got like all the four wheel campers and in the alley cabs and I was like man these are neat like. I wonder if I could put one of these in my forerunner and cut it, you know, cut a hole in the front and cut it past, make it a pass through. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, dude, get it out. You cab. like, I'll, I'll sell you out. You cab cost. And like, you can, 
he's like, I'll let you put it in, put it on here. I'll help you install it. But like, you got to let me put it on my page because it's going to break the internet, dude, if we put it out. You got <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm up for that. That sounds sweet. And so I was going to do an Alu cab. And then I had never even heard of a flip pack. And my buddy's like, <laughs> my buddy's like, bro, flip pack on there, dude. Like, do you knew? And I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't want to flip. Okay, whatever. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, that, like the proportions of the, the, the side windows and it's like a vintage fiberglass camper. I was mm-hmm. like, that is long, right? So I started, so the search began for a flip pack. And I don't know if you guys know how hard those fucking things are to <laughs> yep. come by, especially in- <laughs> But uh, especially in Toyota length, like these guys, people hang on to them forever. So yeah, I found a guy. I found one. There's one Facebook Facebook group for uh, flip packs, and it's called Colorado Flip Pack Owners Group or something. And so I joined that and just kept posting. I was looking on like all of Craigslist every day, searching every day, like nationwide searches for a flip pack. And uh, there was this one guy in uh, Boise, Idaho, that had one. And I had never seen one that had the doors on the back. I don't mm. see them. Normally, they just flip up like, yep, you know, like, like a, a regular, canopy. Yeah, like a regular canopy. Yeah. And so this guy, he's got this one. And I'm like, yo, dude, that's fucking sick. He had it on a first-gen uh, Tacoma. And I was like, yo, man, you want to sell that? If you ever want to sell that thing, like, let me know. And he's like, oh, no, my wife really likes it. I don't think she wants to sell it. So then I just like bugged him once a month. I was like, to sell it yet? And uh, he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. And then he told me he found another one or something. He's like, I think we found another one. Or he said he was building a custom camper trailer and he might sell it when that's done. I don't know. I don't know if he actually found another one or if it was the original one that he wanted to sell, but it still had the doors on it. And I was like, well, whatever. So he was like, yeah, I'll sell it. And I was like, what's your address? I'll be there on Saturday. And so it was like the first weekend. Me and my buddy left here and it was a 10 hour drive one way. And we just fucking, we, that morning we pulled the roof off of my forerunner, fucking drove to Boise 10 hours, fucking ratchet strapped the flip pack on my truck and then turned right back around and drove all the way straight back. And Oh my God. Yeah. I was just like, I had to have it, dude. It was expensive too. I paid four grand. And then, so, oh god! No, I was just—it was full of water, completely rotted out. I had to restore the whole thing. Right? But, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. It so it just fits. There's no, no. I mean, obviously you no. No, I cut. So I'm, I have a YouTube video on the thing. It's called Flip Pack Forerunner. It shows kind of what I did, but I, I cut like, check that the, out. <laughs> the main front hoop out of the Forerunner uh, top. Yep. And the part that bolts to the front of the cab that matches that profile. And then I cut the front of the flip pack because normally the flip pack has like a window, right, in the front, yep, yeah. and like for a regular canopy. So I cut that window out, cut that profile to match the same profile, the forerunner roof, the like the arch hoop thing that I cut out of that. Fiberglass that together. Well, I, I used like L bracket aluminum and riveted it all, so it's got like a mechanical bond. And then I fiberglassed the shit out of it all with like tons of mat and glass, and then. Made that super strong, and then for down for the side rails, the there was like a difference of like an inch on the height wise to make the because I couldn't go too low because the the like the overhang on the front, you know what I'm saying? Because it hangs yeah. the cab yeah, a little bit. Would run into the cab, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And so I had I made these spacers. Like I cut these boards and I I milled them on it with a bandsaw or a table saw because the the forerunner rail is not flat. It's like got a stepped edge to it. So I milled some boards, basically made it like a little bit of a spacer adapter board thing. And then I just put bed seal on both sides of it and bolted those through. It bolts down through all the factory mounting points. Like I didn't have to cut the truck at all, drill it or anything. It's all factory. I can still put a small top back on it. That's cool. Have you put the stock top back on since you've had this thing on there? Bro, I cut the stock top up to fiberglass. <laughs> oh, and I don't that know. makes sense. That's my yeah. only top now, dude. <laughs> it's one of those like, I'm not... <laughs> Well, yeah, and it was so cheap then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's not, no. I've been looking. I was supposed to, yeah, it's a funny deal. I was supposed to have a stock top to cut up, and my buddy, we made a deal that I was going to get his old shitty top to cut up, and he was going to get a couple old diffs I had, and then once he remembered that I was going to cut up the top, he <laughs> no you can't cut that up and so i was like i just bought this camper and i just i need a top so i just cut mine up and that's just how it went oh man well the thing is sweet what else is going on mechanically with it is it um as far as like suspension or yeah just the the rest of it uh it's got old man emu springs all the way around it's got two and a half inch lift springs all the way around um and the, so the rear has got longer shackles, which bumps it up to about a four inch lift in the rear. And then it's got two and a half inch rear springs up front, um, with, you know, like solid axle swab. So yeah, two inherently inch taller. Like yeah. Lift. yeah. Yeah. They're always pretty tall. And then, uh, it's got 529 Yukons in it. It's got a true Detroit true track in the rear, uh, air locker in the front, air B locker in the front. Um, it's got, uh, Longfield Cromali axles. It's got, uh, I think they're front range. I don't even know who makes them. They're the keyed steering arms. Oh yeah. Those yeah. are machined and then they key down over that block with ARP hardware. Um, uh, yeah. High steer kit, obviously it's got the, uh, hydro assist I put in there, which, not really too stoked on that. Might take that back out. <laughs> okay. um, and then it's just got or, you know, the 40-inch wheels and tires, which I'm probably going to downgrade those soon. I just picked up a set of vintage uh, Enki, I think they're called Hurricanes or something, EK something. They're like these okay. Enki wheels that are super lightweight. They're 15s, and so it's hard to uh, – you can't really find a lot of tires yeah, for 15s. Not a lot, but of, not a lot of big tire options in 15. Yeah, the, the, you guys, I don't know if you're familiar with the Interco. Interco trucks is radials. Those are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. From what I read, but they're fucking, they're proud of those things, yeah. man. They are oh, yeah. not cheap. Yeah, and almost anything so, yeah. is yeah. expensive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's 1UZ swapped, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got a 1UZ and an R150. Um, nice. So, yeah, it boogies. I mean, that's another reason to get rid of the 40s. Is the, those wheels and tires that are on there right now, the 40s weigh, I think it's another 125 pounds per wheel. Oof. So it's like a 93 pound tire and a 30 or yeah, 32 pound wheel. So that is, yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's no, it, dude, I had that thing on 35s with steel wheels and it fucking hold ass. <laughs> it's a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like 20 miles to the gallon. I mean, that was cool. It gets about 15 now, but. Oh, that's, 
That's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, dude. It's it's sweet. I yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. I I like. I've always liked those rigs, and you know something just a little bit different is is really cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. It's uh, yeah. it worked out pretty good. I actually got the one UZ. I bought a parts truck that was swapped already. Oh, whoa. So, nice! And it was a twenty two R parts truck, so it had the mounts, had everything. I got like, swapped it over. Yeah, it was super simple. Besides, the wiring was like super hacked, so I cleaned that up, and then it was. A little bit of a headache to get it to get it rewired cleanly, but you know. Yeah. What's uh so down downsize wheels tires, yeah. more vintage wheels, anything else cool on the horizon with it? Uh I just finished the interior on it, which is kinda cool. It didn't ever since I finished the flip pack, it never really had much for an interior in the back. It so now it's got like it's got like a bottom i wanted to do it so it's got like a dual like a winter mode so you can camp in the bottom with the flip pack shut mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. got like a bench that folds folds over into a bed you know and then it's got like a, a diesel heater and uh, like a little fridge dometic fridge or uh, norcold or some old fridge that's in there but second battery system all that stuff uh and then Eventually, what I'd like to do is do, like, I was thinking about, like, because with the flip pack, solar is kind of a bitch, because yeah. when you're driving, it's, it's charging already, right? Yep. You don't need solar when you're driving. And then when you're parked, and you have the thing flipped open, <laughs> if you have solar... Yeah, the top is now the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking about doing was doing, like, a slide-out system where where they're mounted to the roof, but upside down. So then when it flips uh, open, then they slide out to the out, side. Yeah. It can still pass, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Or just, I mean, I could just get a suitcase thing or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really like a big, I don't really go out for like days at a time. I mean, like maybe four or five days, maybe tops. You know what I mean? It's tough to go a lot further than that. We don't live in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing two week expeditions. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like you if you're gonna be out there that long, you can always just start the car and let it idle for twenty minutes and that's yeah, that's just as much yeah. charge, you know. It's not that big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got like a small like suitcase style solar panel and I use it most of the time and I think it's cool and I think it's doing something. Yeah. But I've also not used it many times. Totally fine. So <laughs> you survived. I don't I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not like starting my car every morning and letting it idle like some people. Yeah. Uh, Mike. But, <laughs> but uh, it's whatever. It is what it is. Everybody's got their, their own setups and their own stuff. Yeah. Too, but um, cool. Well, that's, that's awesome. That thing, I, I'm going to say it again. It's rad. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. As far as like stuff on the horizon, I mean, I guess I have a, I can't decide if I want to put anything on the back as far as like a swing out or a, mm-hmm tray or something i think a 270 awning would be kind of nice but i hear they're yeah. pretty heavy yeah kind of cumbersome so it's like it'd be nice to have some rain coverage but yeah 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 that is kind of a with that thing it's flipping the other way so you just like it's not even like you get yeah, any coverage around just the standing next to the car no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. um and I got a backup camera system, like it's like a dash cam and a backup camera that I got. I still got to put that in. I haven't done it yet. But uh, besides that, I don't know. Maybe like an Apple CarPlay would be kind of cool. Just kind of yeah. make a little more creature comfort inside for longer trips. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a chance to like, I know you said you're, you're not doing like long trips or anything, but do you, do you take it on any like road trip stuff? Have you gotten it out of the state and stuff? No, not really yet. Not, uh, my buddy does the adventure wheel roundup down in Oregon. I want to go down to that. Um, yeah. but it's fucking, I mean, I just bought a house last year. I just moved like pretty far from where I was. Yeah. And I'm starting a business and it's just been, hasn't really been time for, you know, sure. long yeah. extended trips. Sure. Yeah, the the, uh, the roundup thing is cool. There, they do that in the uh, Alvord Desert or Desert Playa, which is yeah. my favorite place in the world. Yeah, I don't want to blow it up and have everybody go there, but <laughs> it's the best, and everybody should go there at some point. So that's long story short. You should definitely bring it down for that. Although I haven't made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the reason why I want to go deal with a little bit smaller tires. I mean, the forties are great, but it's just oh, fuck. It's just so hard on everything. They're so heavy and they're so big, and it's like. It's a lot nicer of a driving rig with smaller tires. I think if you're not wheeling it all the time or you're not in the snow all the time, it probably just looks cool. Yeah. yeah, The the trade-off. Really cool. It's like, I'm tired of my tires fucking hitting everything. I trimmed the front fenders back. I set the bump stops low. Like, and they shit, they still fucking rub all over the place. Like, Uh. Yeah, I I always have the struggle with my eighty series. I I want forties. Yeah. But there's very few scenarios where I think I actually need them. It's no. just it looks cool. That's <laughs> yeah, literally that's it. worth so much. I got those tires because I got a really good deal on them from the guy I got them from. Like yeah. really really good deal. Like I had to buy them pretty much. <laughs> You're losing money if you don't. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. And well, you know, if you come from silly Volkswagens, you you know that cars like the bucket and cars yeah. like that bagged white rabbit. Yeah. They don't drive great. They look fantastic though. So <laughs> yeah. It's you whatever. Know, we do, we do it's the same pop, thing. Right? You know? Yeah. If it makes me smile when I walk out to it every day, that's good. Yeah. But if it makes me pissed off take it off road every time, then that's another story. So Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um What's the story with the hydro? What do you not like about the hydro? We've got another buddy that just put hydro on his big straight axle swapped um, Duramax truck. It's like a 04. Um, and he did 40s and a Super Duty front. And it's they're, coilovers and relatively they're low. They're not like 40s. It, they're not 39s. Silly Stop giving him that much credit. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're 39s. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I'm sure the hydro works just fine with 39s, but... He seems to think it's fine. He doesn't like, he doesn't seem to love it. It's just a little disconnected. I feel like, I mean, there's like a little bit Mm -hmm. of a dead spot, right? So like the, you tap the box and it pushes fluid one way or the other when you're, when it's actively steering. So there's just like that little bit of a, where normally you'd have like a little bit of a float floating air, like where you could feel when you're about to turn. It's like when you turn a little bit and you hit that, it tries to turn. And so it's like, it's hard to explain. I just, it's just, and the other thing with the one you see in there and being low with the solid axle swap, fucking, you run out of room real quick under there with the steering and all that. Like I have those, yeah. I have my tie rods. So I run flat steering arms. So they're like as mm-hmm. close to the leaf springs as they can be. My tie rods or my steering, yeah, steering tie rod or whatever track bar is like, yeah. it's like this close to my leaf springs. It's like they're tight. Everyone says you only want to run those flat arms with like a three link or four link or whatever. And I was like, oh, they'll fit. <laughs> Let's try this. <laughs> it's just steering. <laughs> and, and, you know, the, 
with a solid axle swap, the IFS frames are like, they're so straight. They don't hump yeah. up like a solid axle swap frame or solid axle frame does. So yeah, any, any clearance to keep everything down so you can have more up travel is, is the best that you can really do for it. So. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is awesome. Um, let's just see if I had anything else that I wanted to, uh, go over. Not really. We blew through it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't usually, for the record, we don't usually like do a build breakdown kind of scenario, but I thought yeah. it was so fitting. Like you, I, that was the thing. Like it popped up and I was like, you know what? I have this obsession with this truck. We should just talk <laughs> about it for as long as possible. And then also talk about Volkswagens for at least half of it. Well, it's funny. Cause when I first put that truck together, I did the flip pack and it had the flip pack and it was on 35s and like, Nobody gave a shit about it. <laughs> it's the forties, and then, and then the, the the I think it was the extra weight. The flip pack's only it's so stock. What's the stock four hundred top? Like one hundred sixty pounds, one hundred eighty pounds, something like that. I don't know. The Seems flip pack's right. only it's three hundred and ten pounds, so it's okay. not it's not super heavy, right? And uh, if you look at that that YouTube video I made, you can see how it's constructed. There there's not like a lot to it. I mean, yeah. They're pretty simple inside, and I don't know what it was, if it was just bad luck or what, but that 22R that was in there, that thing gave up the ghost like a week after I got the camper put on there, because I was like, <laughs> oh, no. and all of a sudden, boiling, cooling out everywhere I'd go, I couldn't keep fluids in it, and I was like, all right, well, it's time, and I already had that motor like pulled out of the other rig, sitting on the floor in my shop, motor trans with the adapter, you know, everything was right there, and I was like, all right, let's time to do the swap. So I did the swap, and then I drove around for a while, and still nobody even cared. And then I put those 40s on there, and dude, it was like, <laughs> Instagram. I couldn't believe it. People were sending me pictures. I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> there's, a few, there's a few pictures. I'm sure you guys have seen both of them that went, like, spread like a wildfire around the internet. Yeah. Everybody, everybody reposted and posted them, and, like, I was just like, can somebody like send me a t-shirt or something? <laughs> <laughs> what do I get for my, what do I get for my 30,000 likes on this? <laughs> yeah, right? No, it was, it was cool though. A lot of people like it. I get the same fucking questions though. They're like, oh, I'm sure. Camper, what camper is it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just, don't know what a flip pack is. Like you, you kind of have to, I you have to be, be a honest, bit in the know. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, but I do put it in like every single post. I write flip pack. Yeah, so. <laughs> you expect people to read what you put in the post, man? Come on, no, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, Never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I um I think I found you. It was it was actually with the with the white bagged rabbit originally, and it was like, and that's. Because because oh, yeah. we knew the car, and so like I saw it, and I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, who has the car now?" You know, and so like, and that's that's yeah. kind of how I found you, and then it evolved into, "Oh, now he's got a forerunner. That's cool." And then it just like the forerunner just kind of like took off in this trajectory of yeah. like getting cooler and cooler, and it just turned into, "Oh, okay, well, <laughs> this this guy's kind of like yeah. us, so let's." Uh... <laughs> Yeah, if I post a picture of a Volkswagen, it gets like twenty five likes. Right. <laughs> Nobody. What is this? Like, no, that's not why we're here, bro. Like, okay, here's the forerunner. But yep. I just I feel like stupid because it's 
the same truck still. I'm like, well, you want me to just keep posting the same shit? Over yes, and over yeah, they, they do. Just <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like kind of a poser too because it's always just sitting in my driveway. And I'm like, I do drive this thing, but now that I'm having too much fun. I'm not going to be like, hold on, stop. Let me, let's get this shot of me coming around the corner. Yeah. I want to go get back. Get the drone out. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. Let's just have fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, if you're there, you see me doing shit. That's very, yeah. very much. We're in the yeah. in the same vein. We, we most of the time we get back from like a trip or whatever that we've done. Like, and we'll be in a, a big group of us too. And it's like, and no, and we'll get back and people will be like, oh, I got like three pictures from the whole trip. Like, no, everyone yeah. just forgets yeah. to do we it because we're shit. just in the moment. You know, <laughs> it's really hard. Going for the, you know, you're not doing it for the gram or whatever they say on the on the gram, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually the best trips I can tell are the ones that I have not taken any pictures. Yeah, I think uh, if you're, oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're having enough fun to forget to take pictures for your social media, then you're you're definitely doing it the way you should be doing. Yeah, it. that's yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. a good way to put it. <laughs> that's terrible if you're trying to actually create content. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's better for you as a person, definitely. Yeah, it's content that fills you up in a different way than you know. It's, it's exactly not, it's like the algorithm or whatever. You know, yeah. uh-huh. you know, chicken noodle soup for the boy soul is what it is, dude. That's it. That's it. Well, Colin, you got anything else? I I don't. I like you said, we kind of tore through everything pretty good. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can just like finish it off with like, a you know, we appreciate you taking the time to come and hang out with us for a minute. Um, so it was, it was oh, cool yeah. getting some extra information on, on the, uh, on the forerunner and on the rabbit. <laughs> and, uh, like next time you, uh, come around the Oregon area, you know, reach out to us or something. Maybe we can go camping or hit yeah. a, hit a wheeling trail or something. Yeah. We can see what we can do. Yeah, I'm hoping to. Uh, I got to do a little bit of maintenance on the rig over the next, you know, couple of months. But come springtime, I'm getting ready to go uh, abuse that thing. Yeah. pretty good. So, Sweet. yeah, I like the sounds of it. Cool, cool. I like it. <laughs> if you guys ever make it out to the Olympic Peninsula, dude? dude we got. We have to make a Washington run a few different times. There's Here's some great stuff yep. that we're. It's like right there, and yeah. we just don't. Yeah, it's, there's some good stuff up here. So. 